You're listening to Daniel Ball Wrestling. Obviously, I am your host, Daniel. And on today's show, it is officially WrestleMania week. WrestleMania 37 from Tampa. Big week ahead. We're going to start it off, start the week off by previewing both nights of WrestleMania next Saturday and next Sunday. Um, So, yeah, don't forget, hit that thumbs up button. Give us a like. It helps the show out. If you're not already, make sure to subscribe. Um, and yeah, so yeah, we're going to get into it. Basically, this week we've got a lot of stuff planned for the channel. Um, obviously, I don't know if you've noticed, we've got a new header. So I just want to say thanks to Martin for doing that. Um, but yeah, so the plan is going forward, right? Every week we are going to be reviewing Raw. Obviously, I'm in the UK. So Raw is going to be on Tuesdays. Every week there's going to be a review of Raw every Tuesday. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get notified as soon as our Raw review drops. And then, obviously, Dynamite is on a Wednesday night in the UK. And every Thursday, I'm going to have that review up. So, hit the subscribe button. And every Tuesday and Thursday, notification bell's on. And you will get... Just checking the heat as long as it feels a bit warm. And you will get notifications when our reviews of Raw and Dynamite are up. And, obviously, our pay-per-view reviews as well. So, yeah, make sure you hit that all-important subscribe button. So, yeah, as I said, WrestleMania week has arrived. It feels... Shit being in Preston for WrestleMania. Usually I am at WrestleMania, fortunate enough usually to go, but suppose we had last year to get us used to that. Hopefully this time next year I'm in Dallas, said nobody ever. But yeah, hopefully I'm in Dallas next year for WrestleMania. Yep, so basically this week, today, obviously the WrestleMania preview show. Tomorrow is going to be a review of tonight's Monday Night Raw. Wednesday, going to do a quick podcast talk in the Hall of Fame. Um, and previewing night one of TakeOver. Thursday, going to review, definitely reviewing night one of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Um, previewing night two. And maybe reviewing Dynamite. I don't know if that will be on. I don't know if I'll have that time to do that before. So that might just be a case of reviewing that on Friday show. Which is going to be reviewing night two of TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Possibly Dynamite. Whatever indie shows I've watched. If I've squeezed in Bloodsport. By that point, which I will be doing my best to, um, I've been working like a trooper the last three weeks to get in front, get in front of my work in my actual job, so I can sort of have a shorter week. I'm hoping to get my actual work finished by Thursday morning, so I can proper proper get into WrestleMania this week um, and give you as much content as possible. Um, obviously, Saturday, Saturday night, Saturday I'll put a podcast up reviewing SmackDown, but Saturday night. Um, so by Sunday morning, you'll have the review of WrestleMania Night 1. And Monday morning, if I'm still alive, will be the review of WrestleMania Night 2. So they're the plans for the week. It's going to be a big week for the channel. I hope you're on the ride with us. As I say, every day we're going to have podcasts up this week talking WrestleMania, talking all the events surrounding WrestleMania. Might as well, I want it to be a wrestling heavy week. See, unfortunately, I cannot be there myself like I usually would. If you're feeling like you know you want to get into seeing what Wrestle attending WrestleMania is like, go back into our channel. There's a playlist for it. I did um, a vlog, a vlog 
of when we went to WrestleMania 35 in New York. There's probably like over two and a half hours to three hours of content, of video footage of us attending um, the New Japan show at MSG, attending the WrestleCon Super Show, um, attending a rainy WrestleMania, and yeah, loads of like interesting stuff. So yeah, go and check those videos out there all in the archives. And yeah, I beg into previewing WrestleMania. So yeah, let's get into it. Night one, Saturday night, I will be watching this here. And my lovely flat. Um, yeah, Sunday will be, I'm hoping to go to what well, we're going to Leeds to watch that at Neil's flat on Monday. In case I've not gone on about enough on previous shows, Beer Garden's open in the UK. So I will be getting out of my hour, getting out of wherever I'm sleeping at Neil's and going to a pub discussing WrestleMania on Monday. Hopefully it's decent weather. But yeah, let's get into night one of WrestleMania. The matches that we've got announced so far. Now, they've pretty much got most of the matches announced. I mean, they're going to potentially add some more. I mean, the, the big news really from the la over the weekend was they actually announced, this must be horrible for the people involved, on Friday, this upcoming Friday SmackDown, it's going to be a WrestleMania-themed SmackDown where they're going to do the men's Andre the Giant, well, obviously the men's, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and a fatal four-way for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And I think there's 22 people confirmed that for the Andre the Giant, obviously eight people involved in the tag team match. And if you're those guys, you must be devastated. All year... You've been like waiting to perform in front of crowds. You've had a year of performing, whether it be the performance center or in the Thunderdome. So you're excited as soon as you find out there's going to be fans at WrestleMania. Like think of Dominic Mysterio. He's never performed in front of a live audience yet. He must have been buzzing for WrestleMania to find out that the match is going to be on the pre-show. Rey Mysterio, what do you know what I mean? One of the most famous wrestlers in the world must be thinking to himself. <laughs> they clearly don't value me that much. They're not even putting me on a two-night WrestleMania. I, I could be in AEW now, getting a big money deal, but instead I'm here in WWE. Jey Uso has had a great run, a great run this year. Main event, main event, let that sink in. A guy whose gimmick is that he is now main event Jey Uso is in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal on SmackDown. So he's going to be in the Thunderdome instead of at the building. I mean... If you them, I mean, it sucks for them. I hate the word sucks, but yeah, shit for them, innit? That's listening to too many Americanized podcasts saying the word sucks, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's a shame for them, but let's get into this card now. Out of the two cards, I've thoroughly looked at the two cards. I think it's safe to say Night 2 is the more sexy of the two cards. Um, this show, there's not really any matches that stand out, except for this opening, well, the match I'm picking as the opener, that is going to be... Really, you'd say around the four-star mark. The match that I'd be going for for the opener of this show is Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Um, I think these two, the crowd are going to be really hot. Now, I mean, there's a lot of people saying maybe you go with, they're not doing a pre-show, a uh, uh, rumour would have it, on the Saturday because they want that first match to be huge. They want the moment to be so... I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, there's been rumours if they start off with Drew versus Lashley. I personally wouldn't do that. Maybe they'll go with Sasha, Bianca. You get Bianca the big moment to open the show. But if it's if they don't do that, I'd go with Cesaro versus Sephiroth. You know you're going to get a good match between these two. A hot crowd is definitely going to help this match. Um, and... I do think these two will have... They've faced each other before. I mean, sometimes on paper, some of these WrestleMania matches don't always deliver. But I do think with the crowd being as hot as they're going to be for this opening match, it is. It does have the potential to be match of the night. But you never know with WWE. 
who, who do I think will win? I think... And you'd obviously, you'd go with Cesaro, wouldn't you? Seth is not going to lose anything. He's not going to lose anything at all from losing to Cesaro. He's already made, especially as a heel. But Cesaro, it would proper cap- catapult him up, potentially into that main event scene. Maybe into a, like, a filler feud with Roman or something like that. He would definitely profit heavily from winning. But Seth is a guy that WWE, on the echelons of things... Vince McMahon's looking at it. Cesaro, he's been here for years. I've never really done much with him. Seth Rollins, I see as one of my guys. I'm going to go with Seth Rollins to get the win at WrestleMania. It wouldn't surprise me if they do that. And if you put in a gun to my head, which I hope you're not, I'm going to be going with Seth Rollins to win this match. But that obviously defies the point. You can't have a baby face, a heel, sorry, win the opening match, the first match back. So maybe it won't open. But we will see. Should be match of the night. And I fully expect Seth Rollins to win. Although I would like to see, like many others, a Cesaro victory in this match. Um, Next, we're going to preview the match that... This is basically... I'm doing it in the order of what I'd book the card. But they probably won't do it like that, will they? It's WWE. Um, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. Obviously, the whole feud going into this is that uh, it's been a pretty... Pretty badly built feud, if we're honest. I mean, there's been some horrible segments, but I think it'll be all right on the night. Obviously, the whole feud centered around um, Braun being stupid. It's a bit weird, isn't it? A feud being being made around a guy being stupid. But, hey, it's Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. I mean, I think as long as they keep the match short, let's keep the match short. Let's not go like 25 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever they did with Undertaker versus Shane. But if we can go about 10 minutes, yeah, I'm sure there's... Do you know what I mean? They'll have Braun chasing... Actually, they won't because it's a steel cage match. So they definitely need to go only 10 minutes. They'll probably at some point get out of the cage. Someone will get in the cage. But there's going to be a huge spot in this match. Everyone is going to be waiting for that huge, crazy Shane McMahon spot. So you don't need to go along. Let's just have a nice little 7, 8, 9, 10 minute match. And let's give us the big spot at the end. Doesn't need to go longer than 10 minutes. Braun... He's going to win this match, and you're not going to go with Shane. Shane McMahon does not need to win this match. Braun could do with a big WrestleMania win. I mean, is this Braun's first singles match at Mania? I think it is. I feel like, I mean, when I was there in 33, he was in the Andre the Giant match. 34, he was in the tag match with, um, what am I on about? He was in the tag match with Dom, with um, whatever the little kid was called. 35, was he in? He was messing about with them celebrities in the Andre the Giant. 36, obviously, was the match with Goldberg. I hadn't at all forgotten about that. Um, but, yeah, so he has. A, he's actually won the title at WrestleMania. That shows how forgettable that moment was last year at WrestleMania where he won the title. Yeah, I fully expect Braun to get the win over Shane here. Um, hopefully, the match isn't too bad, and I'm sure we're going to get a big spot at the end. Now, this match is listed. I got, full disclosure, I got the match listings off Wrestling Inc. They're saying that it's... Um, potentially a multi-team number one contenders match. I don't know if this is confirmed, I'm guessing it is, but they've not announced all the teams. They're speculating it's going to be Lana and Naomi, Tamina and Natalia, the Riot Squad, and Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Maybe I'd like to think they're going to add um, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, whether or not we'll do that, because I fully expect Raquel Gonzalez to get the win um, in the match against Io Shirai on Wednesday night's takeover. But hey, they could still have her in the match. I mean... Maybe maybe even Shotzi and uh, Ember Moon. But this, these teams don't stand out to me. I don't really want Lana and Naomi, Tamina and Natalia, Mandy and Dana. Maybe the Riot Squad wouldn't be too bad to go and face um, Shayna and Nia the next night. But, yeah, I'm not really interested in this. I mean, 
like I say, this match this match could just be on any given Raw, which is the theme of some of the matches on this card. Um, we don't need two matches. Out of all the feuds, all the titles, where you could say, yeah, you'll have a match on night one, and the winner will face the champion on night two. The women's tag titles is the least that you want to see. You don't want to see that over the women's tag belts. I mean, we could have had it in the main event. We could have had know, Roman versus Brian for the title. Next night faces Edge, but instead they've done this with a women's match. And like, this could have been this could have been on SmackDown, and we could have had the SmackDown tag team title match on this show, or even the Andre the Giant. Which I didn't need to see this in this show. This could have been kept um, to the SmackDown show, but yeah. Uh, if you're going to suggest the winner, I'll go with the Riot Squad, but it's hard to know because we don't know the competitors into that match. Next, The Miz with, and not teaming with, just with John Morrison versus Bad Bunny with Damian Priest. Now, this is a shame. John Morrison has obviously picked up an injury. The original plan was to do The Miz versus John. I mean, The Miz and John Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. I do think it will hurt the overall quality of the match not having Morrison and Priest in it. It's a shame for Priest. I mean, this match really should have been all about, one, getting more viewers in, because apparently Bad Bunny's this big worldwide sensation, whatever, and get the rub to Damien Priest. Young Damien Priest approaching 40, but, hey, they, they want to make the guy. The match needs to be, somehow you make Damien Priest. Not sure how they do this with him on the outside. Um, ideally, you would have liked a more competent worker, I think, than the Miz in there with Bad Bunny. But... I don't know, I suppose The Miz isn't really liked by a lot of fans, so they might not actually shit on Bad Bunny, which I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. The only worry is, obviously, if Damian Priest helps Bad Bunny win, and Bad Bunny, which you don't know what reaction Bad Bunny's going to get, and then Priest helps him win, Priest could end up getting booed. So, yeah, tricky situation they find themselves in here. Hopefully, they just get through the match and it's all right. Um, I'm going to go with Bad Bunny to win this match, but, yeah. This is your WrestleMania celebrity match. Up next, Raw Tag Team title match. Omos and AJ Styles challenge The New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Now, thing that stands out is you would have hoped for a lot better for AJ for this. Last year, he's main event in night one in that classic Boneyard match that's going to be remembered, well, for as long as WrestleMania is remembered. Um... And now he's just in a random tag team match. I mean, AJ is not getting any younger, so... The opportunities to have him in these big WrestleMania single matches. They're not going to go forever. What is he, 42, maybe 43? So I would have liked... I mean, obviously the rumours was that he'd been petitioning for a match with Triple H. But that, for whatever reason, didn't happen. Um, but you would like to have seen AJ in a more prominent singles match. But... like, And this is another one. This match, for me... This, this could just match. Could just be taking place on a random Raw... And nobody would be like, oh, I've got to go out of my way to see that match. So it is a little bit disappointing that these are the standard of matches they're putting on some of these shows. For years, people have complained about, oh, why is Goldberg, why is Brock on the card, why is Undertaker on the card? They're on the card because matches like this make it feel like WrestleMania a lot more. I mean, I'm looking at these two cards, and I'm not going to WrestleMania. And normally, if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, I would be at WrestleMania. And there's not a lot of matches on here where I'm like, fuck. I wish I was there to watch this live. There's probably one, maybe two. Do you know what I'm saying? So it is a bit... I mean, I'm sure the matches will be fine. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad WrestleMania, but there isn't any matches where you think... I don't know. Sometimes you'll see a match and you'll think, oh, fuck it, I'm going to go to that show. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas... do you know How many times do I say, do you know what I'm saying? I just heard it then. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, how many times do you see a match where you think, oh, I wish I was going there? Like... 
Osprey against Okada, we're assuming at this Tokyo Dome show at the end of May. I'm thinking, fuck, Okada Osprey, IWGP title match. I wish I was going to be there for that. Well, there isn't any match on here that made me think, fuck, why am I not there? Um, but hey, I mean, the match is basically, this is again, AJ's problem this match to try and get Omos over. It's going to hide, we're assuming, Omos' lack of in-ring experience. Uh, but yeah, New Day pretty much for me, transitional champions, they took the belts off Alexander and Shelton Benjamin to get them on baby faces, for I'm assuming Omos and AJ to take them off the baby faces at WrestleMania. I'm probably guessing Omos is going to get the pin for his team here, because the match looks to be designed to get Omos over, so Omos and AJ to become the new Raw Tag Team titles for this one. Now, the big discussion is at the moment, which out of these two matches is going to main event? On one hand, you've got Bianca versus Sasha. The other, Drew versus Lashley. Neither match on paper is WrestleMania main event worthy. I'm sorry, it's just not. Bianca and Sasha hasn't been built up as well as we would have hoped. If they had built up this feud better, I'd be like, yeah, out of every match on this card, it's probably the one worthy of main event. But it's had a horrible build. It really has. And then you've got Drew and Lashley thrown together in three weeks. So... Drew versus Bobby is not WrestleMania main event worthy on paper, nor off paper. Bianca, Sasha, you, people could argue it's main event worthy, but for me it's not. Um, but yeah, a lot of people do want Bianca and Sasha to main event. I don't think it will. For me, you've gone to all this trouble, yeah, to hot shot the belt off Drew onto Miz, get it off Miz onto Lashley, Purely we're assuming so you can get the big WrestleMania moment of Drew not being able to do what not doing what he wanted to do last year, which is at the end of WrestleMania, stand tall with the belt, the fireworks go off, we get the babyface win, the great moment. Yeah, so the right and the wrongs of last year, this year, and trying to do it this year. So to do all that work of taking the belt off Drew, onto Miz, onto Lashley, just have it main event. Let's get it done. Let's get out of the way. If we really have to have Drew versus Lashley, a match that wasn't deemed Worthy enough to main event backlash last year. Backlash, yeah. We need let's just have it main event. Let's get Drew's big moment. Let's get it over and done with. Yeah, you've crowned, you've got your coronation of Drew. Let's get it out of the way. Let's not do what we tried to do with Roman where they wanted it to happen every year. Let's get it done and we can move on from this. Yeah. So yeah, Drew versus Lashley for me should get the nod for the main event. If Bianca and Sasha feud would have been built up better, I'd be saying we could probably go with that. But Drew beating Bobby should main event the show. Um, the Bianca-Sasha match itself could go either way for me. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what to do. I mean, they could have it main event, but it's like you're just doing it for the sake of saying, oh, we have the women main event. Um, but we've already done that. But I think what I'm doing if I'm booking here, yeah, Sasha's already established. She's the top women Top woman, isn't she, in the company? She's fucking unbelievable. She's the best women wrestler in the world, in my opinion. Um, she's great. She's fantastic. I mean, I, I, like, you want to use her to make star. I mean, I did put a tweet out the other day. I don't know if you saw it. Where Sasha, unbelievably, is 29 years old. She's only 29. She's been doing this on a top level for years. Bianca is 32. But, so Bianca is probably, she's got years ahead of her, hasn't she? So you need to make some more women stars. We can't just keep having Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, and Sasha, the four women that are stars, Ronda, whenever she's in and out. But there's four women who are stars. We need to find some more. Sasha, as I said earlier about a match, Sasha is not going to lose anything from having the belt taken off it, yeah? 
put over Bianca Belair and let's make another female star for the SmackDown brand. But I can just see Vince sat there going, oh, Sasha's my top woman, top woman, sorry. Let's, she's retaining. Wouldn't surprise me if Sasha retains. This could go either way, which makes the match intriguing. Maybe Sasha wins via shenanigans. Maybe Reginald gets involved. But it does seem like they've sort of branched out Reginald to uh, Naya and Shane. And but hey, hopefully the match is good. Um, this is the only ma- This is the first match since Cesaro versus Seth, which I do think potentially could be around the four star mark. I don't think it will get there, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna go with Bianca. Bianca wins and they crown a new female star on the SmackDown brand. Made of them WWE Championship: Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Still can't believe these two are made. Uh, uh, I can't believe we're doing Drew versus Lashley for the WWE title at Mania. I mean, it's just not. It's not a WWE title worthy match. No matter what anyone might tell you, yep, they've pushed them both strong. But if they'd have had a three to four month killer feud between Drew and Bobby, I'd be like, do you know what? On paper, yeah, it's not a WWE title at WrestleMania worthy match. But if they've had a great feud, we'll let them off. I'm all for it. Sometimes. If you've had a great feud, let them go for it. Let them go for it. But this has not been a great feud. It's been thrown together for three weeks. So it's not worthy of the WWE title at WrestleMania. For me, it should have been Drew versus Sheamus. They started building that up end of November. And for some reason, they went with Lashley instead of Sheamus. Sheamus, I've never really been that big a fan of him. But he's been fucking brilliant on Raw this year. He's had great matches with Riddle. Um... Great matches with Drew time and time again. His character's been been good. He's looked strong, except for some of the losses to Drew. I just think he's been the MVP of Raw, as I've stated recently. And yeah, for me, this spot should have been Drew versus Sheamus. We know they can deliver a really good match. I do think Lashley and Drew will be a good match. I mean, they did have a good match at Backlash last year, but obviously Lana was getting involved, and that did damage. I do think they'll have a good match, but yeah... Um, Drew wins the title I will be irritated if Lashley retains after they've gone to all this trouble but you never know with Vince he just changed his mind at a whim uh, maybe after Mania you could have Lashley go babyface I'm not sure they've for some reason split up the Hurt business um, so I'm not sure where you go with that Lashley can maybe feud with a riddle after Wrestlemania and we can go forward with Drew Drew's got numerous challenges set up they set up Strowman a little bit AJ, they can go back to that. They can always go back to Drew versus Sheamus, which didn't feel finished. Um, so, yeah, I think Drew wins. And we end night one of WrestleMania with loads of fireworks and a great moment to end the show. A feel-good moment. Maybe they'll start the show with Bianca winning the title and end it with Drew winning it, maybe vice versa. So we get a feel-good moment, moment to start the show, feel-good moment to end it. But, yeah, for me, I mean... Running through these seven matches, it's an overall weak WrestleMania card. There's no mistake in that. I do think it'll be good. I think it'll be good, but it's not WrestleMania worthy on paper. Yeah, these seven matches. If this is the card for say a backlash, a fast lane, nobody's like nobody Battle Island. Nobody's like, wow, that's a good card for, for a fast lane pay per view, which is worrying. So you've got night one of WrestleMania, and nobody sat here thinking, Jesus, what a good card. So yeah. Um, I think the most intriguing thing is going to be crowd reactions. It's the first show seeing fans back, and I do think that will boost the enjoyment for most people. I've got low expectations, which isn't bad going in. I think it'll just be good, won't it? To have fans back, see the stadium, and yeah, hopefully we get some good action and some good booking. I'm intrigued to see the crowd reactions. Shame I won't be there. I had tickets for Raymond James Stadium last year. 
Couldn't go, and again, can't go. One day, I'm sure I will visit Raymond James Stadium. Right, we're going to get into night two in a quick second. I just need a quick drink, quick refreshment drink. Great audio, that, for our audio listeners, I'm sure. Now, we're going to get into night two. Night two, for me, as I've said, is the much better of the two shows. Now, this show, what I was just alluding to, where night one, for me, could just be a fast lane elimination chamber card, whatever, backlash card. This, if this was a backlash card, I'd be like, wow, what a good card we've got for tonight. Um, There's two matches where I was thinking, which one will they open with? It's between Sheamus and Riddle and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I do think they might go with Sheamus and... I'd like them to go with Sheamus and Riddle. I think they might go with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That does seem like a match you could say in five years. Do you remember that Owens and Sami Zayn match, the Open Mania? But for me, I'd go with Sheamus versus Riddle. I want them to open up with this match. As I said before, I think Sheamus has been the MVP of Raw this year. Um, These two, if you remember, it was like a four-star match. Riddle versus Sheamus. It was on Raw in like January, I want to say. It was really, really good. So, they definitely can work good matches before. They had a decent match on Raw the other week, but wasn't given the time. If they give these two 15 minutes in front of a crowd, a hot crowd, opening WrestleMania, these two will kill it. And I'm really hoping they get the chance to. Um, I'm curious to see the reaction for Riddle. I mean, Riddle's great in the ring, but he's been booked horribly. He looks like a complete geek on television. So, it wouldn't surprise me if Sheamus gets cheered over Riddle here. And I never thought I'd be saying that. But we'll see. We'll see which way it goes. I mean, in terms of who's going to win, I can't see anyone. But I can't see Riddle retain. I think they're going to put the belt on Sheamus. Remember, the only reason that they put the belt on Matt Riddle in the first place was because Keith Lee couldn't... um, I think, was it due to COVID? I don't want to put that out there if it wasn't true. Keith Lee couldn't appear at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. So, in that triple threat match, it was going to be Riddle versus Lee versus Lashley. They needed to take the belt off Lashley because they was going to put the WWE title on him. Um, and obviously Lee wasn't there, so Riddle took the title. I can't think who was the the other guy. Was it John Morrison was in the triple threat match, and he wasn't going to put the belt on Morrison. Um, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I do think Sheamus will go over here. So maybe we could have Sheamus as United States champion, Drew as WWE champion feuding going forward. Let's not do a New Japan and merge the belts, though. Right, next, we're going to go with Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Um, Logan Paul obviously expected to be involved in this one, which might take away the match quality. Ah, These two are finally getting their singles match at Mania. I know a lot of people are happy about that. They should have had a match at Mania 32, five years ago. But this sort of just came out of nowhere. I mean, the build's been all right for it. Um, Obviously, they've got a lot of history, so you don't really need a long build. I do think this might open, even though I've previewed the Riddle Sheamus match first. Hopefully, the Logan Paul stuff doesn't ruin the match quality. I do think it might do, though. I would have just, you know I mean, just liked them both to go out there, just killed it, put on a 15, 20-minute match. But I'm not sure if Sami Zayn's current character will allow that. I expect shenanigans. I expect a lot of stalling from Sami, a lot of heel tactics. And I do think that may, might... Everyone's thinking, oh, we're going to get, like, a four- or five-star match here. I'm not as confident. Hopefully, they prove me wrong. But I'm a bit worried that like the gimmicks and stuff might get in the way of that and potential interference. Owens needs to win this match. Sami Zayn is fine losing with his current gimmick. Kevin Owens repeatedly lost to Roman Reigns month after month. He just got beat in the Elimination Chamber. He needs a big win here at WrestleMania. So I'm going to go with Kevin Owens to win that one. 
We've got the WWE Women's Tag Team title match. It will be the winner of that fatal four-way or five-person match from night one facing Nia and Shane. Obviously, we don't know who it is. Um, could be anyone. So, take the belts off Nia and Shane. And why not? Put them on a baby face. Give another good moment at Mania. Put it on the Riot Squad. Do you know what I mean? Put it on Liv Morgan, Ruby Wright. They've worked their asses off for years. Throw them a bone. Give them a nice little win at Mania. And, yeah... Uh, next, we've got a Nigerian drum match for the WWE Intercontinental title. I'm not quite sure what a Nigerian drum match is. Um, hopefully, this gimmick doesn't ruin the match because these two can have a good match. They did that angle, didn't they? Instead, they had a match at Fastlane. And the angle that they did sort of took away from the match. They messed up the finish. Hopefully, they just let him go here. Give him 15 minutes. Let's have a good back and forth match. Um, hopefully, a Nigerian drum match means it can, they can fight all over because this has been sort of a blood feud it makes no sense them should go out there and have a wrestling match um really apollo has to win i mean he's he's lost what three maybe four singles matches against biggie i know he got a win in a tag team match the other week but he's lost three or four singles matches so by that you'd say apollo's got a win but like i say i think when it comes to wrestlemania when vince chooses the winner of some matches he sees Right, which guy's gonna who am I gonna push more in the next year? It's gonna be Big E. So it wouldn't surprise me if Big E takes the win here. And I do think Big E should get a big happy match. I think a lot of baby faces should go over on this show, but I'm gonna go with Apollo to win via shenanigans and the feud will carry on. But we'll see. We'll see. You never know with Vince dear, so I don't know why I'm even predicting any of this. Um Raw Women's Title Match, Rhea Ripley versus Oscar. This has been thrown together due to necessity, really. I mean, the original plan, if you go back a few months, unbelievably, they were actually planning to do Charlotte versus Lacey for the Raw Women's Title at WrestleMania. The plan was to take the belt off Oscar. Oscar was meant to defend against um, Lacey at Elimination Chamber. They did the whole Ric Flair with Lacey Evans thing to set up the Charlotte-Lacey Evans match. This has sort of been a curse match. Lacey fell pregnant. Congratulations to her. Um, so the match never took place at Elimination Chamber. The plan then was to do Oscar versus Charlotte. All this drama with Andrade. I don't want to get into the personal details about the potential news of her being pregnant and COVID and stuff like that. So I don't know. Maybe at this moment of recording, Charlotte is not on the WrestleMania card for the first time in years. Maybe she's been added to make it a triple threat match by now. Wouldn't surprise me, but at the moment, we can only preview what's in front of us. So they've gone to Rhea Ripley versus Oscar. Rhea Ripley was called up after the Rumble in January, where she was sat in catering because they had nothing for her. But, listen, they've given her the match. She was supposed to. They needed to involve this in the story. I'm not sure why they've sort of took the heel route with Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley was going to defend the NXT title at Raymond James last year. There was all them videos of it in the stadium, yeah? Get those out there. Her dream was ruined last year when Kobe struck. We need more of this. We need more. We need to hear from Drew that his dream last year was ruined. We need to hear from Rhea that her dream was ruined. Edge, big return in front of the stadium. It was taken away from Kobe. Let's bring these into the stories. They've only got one week to go, so hopefully they do that. But there's been nothing so far. I want to hear from Rhea how she dreamed of performing at WrestleMania all life in front of a screaming crowd. And that was taken away from her. Drew dreamed of ending WrestleMania, holding the belt in front of that live audience. Taken away from him. Edge, for 10 years, had dreamed of wrestling in front of a live crowd. Taken away from him. We've heard nothing of that. Nothing in the building. It needs to be touched on. But whether or not it will or not, well, whether it will or not, we don't know. Hopefully it will. 
Um, but yeah, where am I even going with this? Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. These two will be able to have a good match if they're given time. Um, I think they could have a really good match. I'm excited for the match. Um, like, like Bianca, let's put the belt on Rhea. Let's use this WrestleMania to make Bianca, to make Rhea Ripley. Oscar is fine losing. They've not done anything with her since she won this belt at the back end of summer last year. Give Rhea the belt. Let's try and make some new stars. Give Rhea Ripley the belt. And yeah, I think she will. I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley wins. And she gets a moment after the loss to Charlotte at the Performance Centre last year. Give Rhea a big moment. Yeah. Maybe open the show with it. Who knows? Um, but yeah, this should be a good match. And I'm going with Rhea Ripley to win the Raw Women's title. And you've instantly got a new star on Raw, new star on SmackDown. Why would you not do it? Watch the Love Oscar and Sasha retain, but hey. Next... Randy Orton versus The Fiend. These two, Randy Orton set The Fiend on fire. Yeah. Allegedly killed him. And now they're going to go out and just have a wrestling match. Are we not going to have a gimmick match here? No. I don't even know what to say. I mean, the main thing, I'm curious how the crowd react to this. I mean, I was there for 33 where they had the worms on the mat and the crowd were not into that at all. But we'll see what... I'm sure they'll pull some stupid shit. I've heard people say maybe they'll try and blow up something like AEW tried to at Revolution. Um, the Fiend and Electra said that Randy Orton's going to die. Who knows? Maybe they'll try and blow up Randy Orton. Uh, maybe Orton will kill the Fiend gimmick. Who knows? I wish I'd be there live, though, for this because I am looking forward to seeing the Fiend entrance in a stadium. I'm sure they'll make it great. Um, yeah, I think the match will end with the Fiend standing tall. He, he, like, was allegedly killed when he sat on fire, so you'd think he'd take this moment at Mania. Orton doesn't need the win here, but, yeah, let's end this feud. But having a regular wrestling match in this is a bit like, do you remember when Kane buried alive Undertaker at Survivor Series? Buried him alive. What did he do? Did he come back and have a big, like, gimmick match? No, they came back and had a wrestling match. Someone tries to bury me alive. I wouldn't want to come out and put him in an arm bar. Well, maybe I would, but do you know what I'm saying? You'd grab a chair or something, but they didn't go with that media. 20, and as it stands, this isn't a gimmick match, but that could all change. Main event. Main event undoubtedly is going to main event night two, and this is the match where I'm thinking, oh, I wish I was live there. This is the one match that, man, there's a few others, but this, the women's matches potentially, but this match feels WrestleMania worthy. This match I wish I was live for. Daniel Bryan, babyface Daniel Bryan, main event in WrestleMania 1. It's again, which is great to see versus Edge versus heel Roman Reigns. How intriguing is this? I'm excited to see what the crowd do with Roman Reigns. We've not seen heel Roman Reigns in front of a live audience in ages. I think they're going to cheer him like crazy. Um, this is definitely the match for the most intriguing. I think... WWE booked Edge that badly, yeah, they had to turn him heel because they didn't want him to get booed at Mania. They had to add Daniel Bryan to the match, yeah? But in the space of two weeks, I feel like they've handled Daniel Bryan that badly. We could well see Daniel Bryan, I can't even say this, we could well see Daniel Bryan get booed at WrestleMania. I don't want to see it, but it wouldn't surprise me. These fuckers can't book a babyface. Someone was saying that they can't. They can't. They did it with Drew, but... That was a one-off, yeah. They clearly are terrible at booking babyface, and it would not surprise me. Luckily, they've only had two weeks to mess up Daniel Bryan's character. So, hopefully he escapes the booze, but I just see the crowd siding with Roman. It's much, who knows? Maybe, because they've turned Edge heel tween, and maybe they'll cheer Edge, but it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a real tough one. I'm looking for, I'm curious about the reactions. I'm never a fan of triple threat matches at Mania. I think it's lazy, but... 
they messed it up. They've done what they can to redeem the situation, and the story has been good. This has probably been the best story going into it. But whenever WWE have a good story going into a triple threat match at Mania, it's always by accident. Remember Mania 30? But yeah, um, I think what they need to do, I'm going to speak about this in more detail on a future show, they need to bridge Royal Rumbles at the end of January, yeah? Mania is like end of March, start of April. It's three months. You can't give Vince McMahon, age 75, three months to book a show. He has a show in his head, an idea of what a show is going to be three months later, and it all changes. They need to do something about it. For me, the Rumble should be a maximum of eight weeks apart from WrestleMania these days, and I do think that's not even short enough. Let's just have New Year's Revolution or whatever it was called in January. I know people are going to go on and say, oh, it's tradition rumble in January. I can't be bothered with the card changing and three ways multi-mans being added every year because Vince can't book a babyface. So, for me, get the rumble in at the end of February and then we'll just have a five, six week roll to WrestleMania because clearly they just can't book these roll to WrestleManias anymore. Um, so, obviously it's shit that we're gonna, we might have to move the rumble but I think... They just can't keep doing this every year. They cannot be trusted to book two Royal Rumble winners as baby faces for 12 weeks and not mess them up. They can't be trusted. Look, Bianca won the Women's Royal Rumble. Edge won the Men's Royal Rumble. The Sasha-Bianca feud's been handled terribly. And Edge's booking was that bad. The, the guy's returned from, like, injury for 10 years. And they were worried about him getting booed. This should be the easiest story to tell. So they clearly can't book these Royal Rumble winners anymore. So let's hope. I don't think they'll do it. But for me, the Rumble and WrestleMania gap needs to be bridged. Back in the day, Mania used to be start of March, middle of March. So maybe that's the thing. Although I won't fancy going to New York in in March if how it was two years ago was any um, example because it was freezing. Um, but yeah, I'm just curious the reactions for everyone. I am expecting a huge cheer for Roman, and I wouldn't be surprised if Brian gets booed. There's argue you could argue for either person winning. I mean, Edge. The story calls for Edge to win. I know they've not got him babyface anymore, but I do feel ten years to the day that he had to retire. Yeah, Edge ending WrestleMania fireworks going off. He's not going to get booed out of that building. Fireworks going off. It'd just be a great moment, wouldn't it? I think that's the way that the story calls for it to go. You can have Edge pin Brian if you don't want to pin Roman. I mean, we're assuming that's one of the reasons he's in the match. Who knows, though? Maybe they'll want, we're assuming, babyface, cheer Daniel Bryan, beloved Daniel Bryan, to end Mania, fireworks going off, great feel-good moment. Don't think they'll go that route, but maybe they will. I wouldn't be against it. Bryan going forward could feud with Roman and Edge, so you've got things to do after Mania. Maybe Brian will pin Edge and feud with Roman after Mania. Or, like I say, this is how I think Vince decides a lot of Mania matches. Who's my biggest star going forward? It's not Edge, it's not Brian, it's Roman. So I'm going to keep the belt on Roman. So either of the three results wouldn't surprise me. It's intriguing going in, it's exciting. I'm a big fan of how this has turned out. I say I'm not a big fan of three ways, do think it's lazy, but this has turned out well. And this feels like a WrestleMania main event. Um, gun to my head. Please don't do it. Edge. I think Edge wins and we get the fireworks and the big tweener celebrating as WrestleMania goes off air. I mean, Edge winning the title 10 years on after the first show with fans back would be a feel-good moment whether or not he's heel, babyface or not. So I'm going to go with Edge pinning Daniel Bryan to win the title. Uh, maybe go with, Or if Roman retains, you could go with maybe 
Roman Cesaro um, feuding over the title if Cesaro can beat Rollins and maybe Brian and Edge going forward face Brian against heel Edge sounds like a good feud going forward whatever like combination of that they do I'm sure sounds interesting going forward but yeah I'm gonna go with Edge pinning Daniel Bryan to win the Universal title it'll be the first time he's won the Universal title won't it for Edge but yeah so yeah so potentially what other things could happen I mean we're obviously at some point we're gonna probably both nights we're gonna get a segment with something aren't we I mean, the star's not on the show. You've got no Cena, no Becky, no Triple H, no Ronda, no Taker, potentially no Charlotte even, um, no Bailey announced, no Goldberg, no Brock. I think they might shoot some angles. Do I think think we're gonna get one of them ding dong hello segments from Bailey? I think we're probably. I think what they should do is have Bailey do one of these ding dong hello segments. Yeah, out comes Becky. Everyone's buzzing. Yeah. And then Ronda comes out and we set up Becky versus Ronda for next year's Mania. Do that. Do that. Who knows, maybe a Trish return, something like that. But I want that. Next year, Becky versus Ronda. Roman versus Drew in Dallas sounds perfect for me because I'm assuming they're going to save Rock Roman for two years' time. But, yeah, I mean, who knows. We're going to get, I'd assume, two segments. I'm saying maybe not because we've got Hogan out there, but... Hopefully something interesting happens. I do think people, everyone's fretting that we're not going to get Bailey on the show, but I do think you will see a Bailey segment at some point. Yeah, so night two. I'm really excited for night two. Night one, maybe the the intrigue of the live crowd will have worn off by night two, but we've got a really good card for night two. Night one is all about the fans. So, yeah, it's going to be good in it either way. Uh, but, yeah, the... <laughs> This Mania card, I do think overall it is a little bit disappointing. Um, in a regular year, I do think people shit on this Mania card. The thing is, there's seven matches on each night. I've been to WrestleManias where there's 14 matches. So if you combine all this and this was just one big long show, I think it would be disappointing on paper. There's no big standout like dream match or anything. But they're going to get the benefit of doubt because we're all just happy to have WrestleMania back in front of fans. Shame I can't be one of those fans, but yeah. It's going to be exciting. I am really excited for WrestleMania this upcoming week. If you're not excited for WrestleMania, I don't know why you're watching wrestling because no matter what you think of WWE throughout the year, WrestleMania week is the best week of the wrestling calendar. So yeah, we preview both nights for you. I hope that's helpful if you're still here 40 odd minutes in. It's hyped you up for the show. I feel hyped up for the show. Um, remember to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit below. We've changed um, the at. The at is no longer WWE versus AEW. I found the perfect week to do it. The Wednesday Night Wars are coming to an end. This is the last Wednesday Night Wars. Um, so, yeah, that's it. We will be back tomorrow reviewing tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. Wednesday, we'll be talking Hall of Fame preview and TakeOver. Thursday, we'll be back talking TakeOver Night 1. Friday, we'll be TakeOver Night 2 and Dynamite. Saturday, we'll be talking about SmackDown, talking about the night ahead at WrestleMania. As I say, there's about six of us gathering. Shouldn't be doing it, but whatever. On Tuesday night, it's Tuesday night, smashed. On Sunday evening in Leeds for WrestleMania. So hopefully, we'll do some live footage there. Not even a chance to speak about the uh, Broken Skull. Now, mate, I was thinking maybe doing a live watch along with that or something along those lines. We'll see. I'll see what the other lads think of that. But, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow reviewing Raw, talking about maybe a few odd snippets of news. So, make sure, hit the thumbs up button if you've got this far. Hit that thumbs up button, yeah. Make sure you hit the subscribe. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. Twitter is up there. Up there, yeah. At Daniel Ball Pod. Um, so, yeah. 
Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks to everyone, by the way, yesterday. We've almost got to 1,000 views for the uh, review of the Sakura Genesis show. So, yeah, 1,000 views for that is great. Great to hear. Um, yeah, so check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and Daniel. The best place, well, I'm not saying that, the best place for WrestleMania coverage this week. Every day we will have shows up on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts. Tune into our Twitter for any further updates. I am Daniel, and I will be back tomorrow to review, review Monday Night Raw. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Speak to you tomorrow, and I will see you later. Goodbye.